all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. If it's night, hello, everyone, my Nighthawks. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk topic of today body of Christ real talk topic of today I thank the Lord first of all for waking me up to see another blessed day that I have never seen before waking up with a clear mind thank you Jesus for a day that you have made thank you Thank you. Thank you, Father. I give all the praise to you because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to breathe, to see another day, to breathe another day, to smell another day. I thank you, Lord, for another day of waking me up this morning. Thank you, Jesus. I have to say that I have to pray that because it's such a blessing to wake up see another day and if you are alive today it's another wonderful day not because of the actions or the turmoil that's going on outside of our lives but because we get to see and breathe another day and we should be thankful and we should be grateful this is joseph brownlee your host of body of Christ Real Talk, B-O-C-R-T-W-1964, Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to Chicago's My Morning Topic. And it's very early, <laughs> very early today. It's almost close to 7 a.m. Chicago time. This is Chicago time. I don't know what time it is in your city or your state, but it's 7 a.m. in Chicago time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Now, what I'm going to get into this morning is the midterm elections. Yes, I'm going to talk about the midterm elections briefly. Very briefly, I'm going to talk about the midterm elections. Uh, not so much the outcome. Uh, the outcome is disappointing to some. It's a little surprising to me, but it's not shocking. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going that route. It's not shocking to me. It's a little bit disappointing not to assist that I'm, oh, I'm down and I'm out because my faith and my dependence is, like I always say, is not on any politician. But at the same time, you want something better for your city. You want something better for if you are a voter. And if you are into politics, the reason that you vote or the reason that you have hope, even if you don't vote. And I, I believe I, I hear what people say. If you not, if you don't vote, don't complain. I get the metaphor. If you don't vote, don't complain. There's some truth in that. But at the same time, I also respect the ones, including myself, that don't vote. Now, the reason I might say I don't vote because I'm against voting is just sometimes I don't push the vote out there as much as others. So I'm here on the defense of the ones that did not vote, but I'm not against the ones that say that you should be quiet and shut your face if you don't vote. So this is my lookout outlook on that. Now, you're not going to stop nobody from complaining or speaking up for truth or for nonsense whether they voted or not. Now, my look on it, don't go down or put down a person because they they voted and say, oh, you just wasting your time by voting. Your vote don't mean nothing. I don't agree with that. 
I'm not going to say that's not true or true. And I'm not, not, and the ones that say, well, because you did not vote, that's why we lost. There might be a little validity to that, but that's not for truth. So I can see both sides. I'm not here for the voter or the anti-voter. You know, you might look at me. I was speaking myself first that I haven't voted. And if I was going to vote this time, but I just didn't even get up and do it. It's just not that energy that I did not get up and do it. I know some people say, man, how did you hear to speak about what happened and you did not vote? Easy. I just do it. I have a freedom to do that. I'm not knocking the voters. I'm glad you voted. And I'm not knocking the non-voters. I might be upset with a voter if they just said, this is the, you you must do it. You're not a patriot or you're not believing in nothing. You can't speak about nothing if you didn't vote. No, I disagree with that. Wholeheartedly, I disagree with that. And also, I disagree with the ones that don't vote, knocking the ones that vote. Oh, your vote don't mean nothing, you know, blah, 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 this, this, whatever, right there. I voted, I voted, I voted. I, you know, I'm not with that. So what I want to get into today, I want to talk to the voters and the non-voters, because a lot of people voted, which is good, and a lot of people did not vote. I'm not going to say that's good, but I'm saying that's your choice. My thing is, what if, what is... What is our motive for voting or not voting? And why do we vote? I talk about this quite a bit when it comes, if you are a voter. Why do you vote? What is your motive? And do you know what you, why are, and do you know what cause you are voting for? Now, I believe voting is very important, no doubt. I believe voting is very important, you know. But that's the question I ask when it do comes to your vote. You go down there or whether you mail in. When you vote on someone or a party, do you know why you're voting for them? Is it because of the party you've been affiliated with since you was younger and told this is the right party, whether it's Democrat or Republican, without knowing nothing about the issues, without knowing nothing about going on, what's going on around you, without knowing what party believes in what today and what party stands for what? If you're just voting if you are voting on those issues and you know all those issues, the ifs and whys, and what the party stands for, and what you believe in, is, is what the party is saying is something you believe in, I'm wholeheartedly for you. Yes, you know why you're voting. Get out there and vote. If you are in the voting, if you if your motive is voting because you want things that you feel would be better, or you want things to stay the same. Then you go out there and vote. That's your God-given right. You go out there to vote. Hear me out here. Hear me out good where I'm going with this, okay? Because it's going to hit home. You know what you're voting for. Good for you. But if you are a voter and you just voting for a party because it's a party, you don't know nothing about the policies. You don't know nothing about that person only popularity or somebody told you that person was black or white or Latino. So you push that lever voting, knowing nothing what they stand for. You just voted because you was told this party is going to help you. This party is going to do this for you, for you. But you know nothing about the policies. You know nothing about nothing. You just voting Republican or you just voting Democratic because of affiliation with the party, maybe because the family. It's almost like being in the church. Many people are Baptist because most times their family is Baptist or they grew around Baptist. They don't know the background of the Baptist church. And I'm not knocking them for that. Or the Church of God in Christ. Or the Methodist church. Or the Lutheran church. Or whatever church. They just go in there and they they get affiliated with their church or their denomination because family ties or friend ties or whatever like that, but they have no background what those denominations or churches really stand for. 
and therefore they look at the Bible that way. Flip on the flip side, this side is for politics. You have to know what you voted for, or do you know what? Why you're pushing a certain level for a Democrat or a Republican? That's why I'm going with that. So the vote, the ones that's pushing votes, uh, I, I looked at some uh, some statements from some people, and they said. I voted. Okay, I got this over with. I vote. Now, what do you mean you got it over with? You voted. Is that all you wanted to do was vote just to get it out the way? Then your vote was a waste. You done better not voting. So you can't knock the people, the anti-voters. You can't knock the people that do not want to vote or don't take voting very seriously. Not that they don't believe in the politicians. They just don't believe in a system that much just like myself I'm not against voting I'm for voting but I don't push it I don't get up there and push it I got the vote I got the vote I got the vote now some of you might say well Joe see that's what the problem is especially as a black person you don't vote you don't do this and everything that's your opinion I'm not gonna no, I'm not mad at you for that that's what you believe that's what you believe but I just disagree What's more important to vote or to not vote? I believe voting, if you know what you're voting for, if you know why you're voting, okay? Now, this is not a knock on either or, the voter or the non-voter. If I had comments, everybody would have their opinions. I really look forward to your opinions and your comments. You don't have to agree with me. That's what makes this nation so cool and free. You don't have to agree with me. That's cool. I'm with that. I'm thick-skinned enough to handle that. You know, it's okay. But I'm not here to knock the voter or the non-voter. Some people want a certain individual to win, and they don't vote. A non-voter should have something to say about that. Now, while a person don't vote, that's on them. I know why I haven't voted. I got a card and everything, but I didn't even push to go vote here in Illinois. Now, it might be a, not, uh, uh, a selfish reason why I did not do it. Basically, because I don't believe in the politics. Not believe, but I don't trust. Let me, yeah, let me rephrase that. I don't trust the politics here in Illinois. I don't trust the politics in any really blue state. I, I'll be honest with you. And I, I, that's, that's the way I feel. This is my opinion. I do not. So, therefore, I don't. I don't even know what candidates, and I should have looked more into it, what candidates is running on the ticket. I know about the gubernatorial, but I didn't know about the other candidate. I do. J.P. Prisker was a Democrat, and I most definitely was not going to push and vote for him. I know that's a, that's a, that's a no-no, you know, with me. I knew that, but I didn't know nothing about the Republican ticket. I didn't even know it was really, I didn't know his name and what he was running for, what he stood for. I just knew he's Republican, and I'm not a Republican. I might vote on the Republican ticket, ticket if I did vote or if I do vote, but I'm more like an independent. That means I'm a free choice. I look at the policies. So I'm not so much in politics that I put so much emphasis on voting. Said, you know, wow, that's wrong, man. That's wrong to you. Now, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but that's the way I do things. Now, I'm for voting more against voting. I'm for voting. I just haven't pushed it on myself to vote because of lack of trust. A lack of urgency. Because my heart ain't that much into winning and losing. And sometimes I say, well, maybe it is. Okay, let me get to what I'm saying. All right. Very important. Why you vote. Don't just vote to be voting, just push a lever and say I'm a Republican or just push a lever and say I'm a Democrat without knowing nothing about the policies. If you're a voter, good for you, but know what you're voting for. Because if you're just voting for a party and don't know nothing about the issues, you know, you're going to be one of the complainers that voted. The party you voted for might be doing you some damage, but you got to put it on yourself. You don't want voted for that party because it's like this. When you vote for an individual, 
a party, an individual, you voting, you voting for the whole party. Let me say that again. When you vote for an individual or you will vote for a party, just say, for instance, a Democrat or a Republican. That's what I mean by parties. Or independent. When you're voting for a party, you're voting for the whole system of what they stand for, not just that one individual. Now, that one individual might want to do some decent things in your city or in your state. That's all good. But you're still voting for the system of the Democrat or Republican Party. Okay? Did you ever think about that? I can go and have an interview. And I speak on this quite a big, big bit when it comes to politics. And I can ask questions. And it's none of my business. But just I'm just using this as an example. And ask a person, who do you vote for? Or what party? Or who do you vote for? Um, a lot of people don't know who they vote for, but they know what party they voted for. Especially when it comes to the black community. I'm not saying all black, but it's some blacks don't know what individual they're voting for, but they know about the party because that's all they've been voting for was that party growing up and whatever like that. The system, that's all they know. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart. An infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super food on the planet, breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins actually found in breast milk. We're the first and only U.S.-made formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We even conducted the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in a quarter century. With clinically proven benefits like easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. And we make our own formula in the USA and our very own factories in Iowa, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. Byheart, A better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com. It's the system. They don't know about individuals. They just pull every lever, Democrat, or they pull every lever level Republican. Now, here in the Chicago, you're going to get Democratic lever pulling, the old-fashioned lever pulling. I know they do it electronically, whatever, like that. So you're going to get those majority of the Democrats here. The last I looked, I think it's, it's about 40-something percent liberal, 30-something. I think, let me see, yeah, something like that. Well, it's something like 30-something or 40-something percent. I think it's higher liberal here in Illinois. I say Illinois specifically because it depends what part you're in. But Illinois and Chicago is known as a liberal city, a blue city, which means it's a democratic city. So I always try to use my city. I'm not using yours. Do you know by the demographics, if you are voting politically, what party controls your city. Do you know that? See, I'm I'm finna finna get under some skin now. Do you know what party controls your city or state that you live in? Let's look at it as state. Do you know what party controls your state? Because it differs between uh, different geographics or whatever. You know, you might have a, a a certain liberal side or a certain Republican or conservative side. Okay. But do you know what party controls your state? It should be easy if you talk about you're going to vote and you're not going to non-voters. At least you should know that. Most non-voters know that over voters. 
Let me say that again. Most people that don't vote, and they vote, they don't vote because of the the place they live in, and they don't trust the system, which I don't blame them, but I'm not condoning it. You know, know their party, which party runs their city or state. A lot of non-voters, I believe, know that over voters. Like I said, this is not an anti-voter. I'm for voting. But I'm just saying, don't knock everybody that don't vote. You know, and like that's the end of the means. If I question you and say, did you vote? Say yes, who do you vote for? Some of you might know, but I believe the most of you don't. You know your party that you voted for. Oh, I just voted, you know. And I asked you about policies and why and how is your city doing about this or who's been running your city for the last such and such years. Are you pleased with that? Are you pleased with your neighborhood? Are you pleased with the economy? Are you pleased with the, the job situation? Are you pleased with your schooling? Are you pleased with this? Are you pleased with that and everything? How do you feel about that in your city? Just by asking you that and the answers you give me, honestly, because some people will lie. Some people will just try to protect their party. They will lie, Both parties will try to protect their party but if you're honestly if you see what's around you or in your hood or in your neighborhood and you push that lever and whatever like that I can ask you why you push that lever or what are you pleased with the outcome especially if a party been running your city over 40 50 60 years like here in Chicago like here in Illinois see you ask me that, I, I, you know, I was born and raised in Illinois, but I lived in different cities as well. And two of the most blue states, two of the most liberal cities I ever lived in is Chicago and California. California more liberal than Chicago. But those are two liberal cities I lived in. The most strongest uh uh, conservative or Republican, you might say, state and city I lived in is Alabama. And you can tell the difference. You can see the difference. See, you have many churches here, yes, in Chicago that believe in God, believe in Jesus, and are Christians. But they also have a lot of liberal ways, ways about themselves because that's the, that's the, that's the atmosphere here in Chicago. That's the atmosphere in, in, in California. But you have some strong Christian conservatives in California. You have some strong Christian conservatives here in Chicago and Illinois. So everybody here is not liberal. They're just quiet. They don't say much. They're just, you know, dominated by the liberal belief or the far left. It's more far left now with their politics, you know. With the life of us in the Priscus, they more far left. Far left means they they beyond liberal. They almost close to Marxists here in Chicago, just like California Newsom and all those other uh, Marxists. They close to Marxists. They almost close just as close to communists. Some of them is communists. The way they think. The farther left you go, the more communist you become. And you're thinking in your ideologies on the Democratic Party side, okay? They say on the other side, the far right, you become more radical. You become more anti-government, against the government. You come, become more aggressive. You become more extreme. So I'm talking about the far left and the far right. Okay, so you got an example, the liberals and the conservatives or someone in the middle, but you also have the far left and the far right. These things you should know where you stand. But just just looking in, in, in a liberal and a conservative way. Most and this is a fact, most strong conservatives are not most, but most strong conservatives believe in the Christian Judeo way. They have strong values about the Bible. They like following the morals of the Bible. Most conservatives, a lot of conservatives are Christians, are saved people, are Christians. You have liberals that call themselves, I, I, I don't know, I just I find it hard for a person to be a Bible-believing body of Christ Christian and be so liberal in their beliefs, and they still vote a certain way. I just find it hard to believe. 
That's why I say they need to check their salvation. I don't know. Only God knows. So that's the difference between a conservative and a, and a liberal. A conservative is more uh, open to Christianity, more open to faith and belief, more open to God and Jesus compared to a lot of liberals. Most no signs say all liberals because you could be a Christian, but you have somewhat liberal views. I'm talking about the radical liberals, okay? So let me be specific. I don't want nobody saying all liberals is anti-God, anti-Christ. I'm not saying that, but a liberal view, liberal view always in history proves a liberal type of view. The liberal of today always have an animosity against the strong standards of God. That's just a fact. They have a more liberal view, which means they're not so much strong about the faith in the Bible of God. Not saying they're not Christian or whatever like that, but the more far liberal they go, I just doubt them being a Christian because it's so contrary to the word of God. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying only God knows that. Their views is more anti-God than the conservative. The majority of conservative views is strongly on God. The majority of the conservatives, if they are a true conservative, red state, you will call them. They are more faith-based believing uh, believing people than the liberal side. The liberal are more church goers and they're more social medias. They, they full of social justice votes and they're thinking just a little more softer when it comes to the word of God. Okay. They're more open to other ideologies and beliefs and moral ways when they got the liberal type of view. They can't some the most honest liberals like the I don't know, I'm still searching, or you know, I believe, you know, God can be a woman and things like that, or God, you know, made a person homosexual, made a person this way, or whatever like that. That's the way you have to say God made a person a murderer, God made a person to want to do drugs. It's different ways you can always combat combat that. So a liberal is more I would say free-minded in the way that they are open to a lot of beliefs and structures of life. More to conservative, conservative less conservative. They believe in one standard, God, Jesus alone, the morals of God. Don't try to change nothing that don't need to be fixed. That's a conservative way. Don't try to change nothing that's already been working and proved to work. Why change it? A liberal explore other things. They're not satisfied just with God. So they look for other things and other beliefs or whatever like that to make them feel comfortable. That's the difference between a conservative. A conservative is solid on what they believe in and they stand on it. Most conservatives believe when it comes to faith, when it comes to the church, when it comes to God, when it comes to Jesus, they stand on that. They don't need to explore nothing else. They believe in that strictly. You know, compared to a more open and looking at other ways with a liberal type of thinking. Okay, I hope you got that straight. Now, why am I going all the way with that? I'm trying to educate you as well as I educate myself. Or don't just be a voter if you don't know what you're voting for. Okay, and I'm going to get to the, uh, the midterms. Okay. All right, another thing. <clears throat> You have a choice on what you want to vote for. That's your freedom of choice or who you vote for or what party you vote for when you're on this earth. Don't put, never put a hundred percent trust in no party if you are a believer. No, nobody should, but mainly a believer, a Christian, part of the body of Christ. Never put a hundred percent trust in no party at all, whether you're a voter or you don't vote. Or you just have hope. You don't vote, but you just have hope. That's you dependent on the other voters or you dependent on this. You know, just have to be honest with yourself. Whether you're a voter or you're not a voter. Don't put all your trust in man and no politician. Okay? A lot of people won't agree with what I'm saying, but I do my podcast not for you to agree with me. I just get out there what I believe and what I stand on, what I believe. I'm not saying agree with me. I'm not saying it at all, but I just put it out there. I throw it out there and I put it out there in the fire. That's what I do. That's why I call it real talk. I'm not saying I'm right all the time. That's why I say real talk. This is what I believe or I have some mind is going to be opinions or it's going to be fact-based. And you just, I try to make it more fact-based. 
So you go from there. What you believe in, you stand on. It's all cool. All right. But you got to know what you believe in and why, you know. So when you vote, and I talked about this before on a few of my other podcasts, but uh, repetition is very important. Reminders. Do you know why you voted? Give you an example. If you vote, uh, if I ask you a question, and I want you to listen closely when I ask these questions. If you have a pen or paper, you just write it down. It's like, not a QA. and a It's just a question, and you know your answer, or you should know your answer. If I talk to you personally, as a believer or non-believer, this is how I know what you really stand for. Because a lot of times it's going to be opposite from the party you voted for. If I just ask you questions, what do you feel about? Let me get the, uh, the politics questions out the way first. What do you feel about abortion? What do you feel about same-sex marriage? Okay, what do you feel about the Second Amendment or the First Amendment, gun rights or freedom of speech? What do you feel about the border? Do you think the border should be closed and stop illegals from coming in, or you should think the border should be built to stop illegals from coming in? You believe illegals should be able to come in freely or you should be able, they should have a, a, a some type of card or green card to be able to enter the United States. I'm not going to answer that for you. I want you to think about that. What do you feel about curriculum in your schools? To put it bluntly, what do you feel about transgenderism? same-sex marriage, masturbation, all that stuff, the new sex education, the new sex education. Been taught in your schools from elementary on up to your little kids on up. What do you feel about that? I'm just asking, how do you, what do you feel about that? Do you stand with that? See, these are basic Questions. Do you believe in big government or little government? Let me be more specific. Do you believe that the government should control everything you do in your life and they should have a say-so over your life or how you live, what you should say, and different things like that? In other words, do you believe in government control? They should control the cities and the states? Or do you believe in small governments that the people should control the government? Now, all this may not be important to you, but remember, you push that lever. When you push that lever, you those these are some of the issues that goes with you pushing that lever, whether you believe it or not, and whether you believe in it or not. So it's more than one thing. You have to believe more than one thing when you vote for a person or a system. You have to believe more than one thing. You just can't believe like they do here in Chicago. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday your home is more than the sum of its parts and creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products that's why the experts at ferguson bath kitchen and lighting gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are bring your vision to us schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like monogram at build.com ferguson especially my, my 
black brothers and sisters that they're going to give me more welfare. They're going to uh, raise the minimum wage and different things like that. They're going to take away my student loans and, you know, whatever like that. You have to think about the consequences of ones who's paying for that. Most of you do not. You just a lot of you just want that freedom. You just want that freebie. So you push that lever for that party. So when I ask these certain questions, that might be something you believe in. You might think it's correct or you might think it's old to you. But that's all you voting for because of that. So when you vote on that party just for that, you're also voting for their other beliefs. Same-sex marriage, higher taxes, curriculars in schools. Believe me, when you push that level, you're also voting for the SAFE new act that they will pass in January. The Nobel's Bodman Act. Different things like that if you voted on the Democratic part. And I'm speaking here in Chicago because it's predominantly liberal and democratic. Okay? You, you look at your own state yourself. You're voting for everything else they believe in. Mandates. Vaccine mandates trying to push mandates sneakily in the system to add it with the immunization shots for the kids. You believe in abortion. Some extreme uh, liberals believe abortion is up to six, nine months. That mean no matter how far the abortion they believe in killing that baby, no matter if it's three weeks to nine months, some radicals believe that. You got some radicals, you know, I uh, believe that they set all criminals free. Get them another chance. Yes, this is true. You got some radical one, just one governorship in Pennsylvania. Fetterman. He's a radical far left. He believed in letting criminals free and different things like that. He would not say it. So it's a lot of belief here in Illinois when it comes. My point is, don't just vote. When you are a Christian, you could be voting for something that's are anti-God. A lot of liberals and far left are anti-God or they're anti-morals. So when you push that democratic level or lever or mail in, you are partaker of what also they believe in. Because you didn't do your research. You just believed in the party. You came, you became complacent of believing in a party. Now, you might think I'm trying to pump up the Republicans. I am not. I'm just speaking in Chicago and the state that I'm in now. If I was living in the red state, I would be more talking about the red state or conservatives, but that's not here in Chicago. It's more liberal. And it's and all liberals are not bad. No, I am not saying that. All liberals believe this. But when it comes to the elites of the Democratic Party, when you vote that way, you you are voting for the wokeness system. You are voting for the cancer culture system. You're voting for that because that's what they stand on, not the old way they used to believe in. I'm talking about the radical way. You know, that's what I mean. Don't just vote. Because if I ask you this, do what do you feel about Jesus? You say, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. Do you believe the church needs to be separated from state? See, a lot of you never been asked these questions. Do you believe in the sanity of life? What do you stand on abortion? Now, if you say, I'm against abortion, I believe in the sanity of life, I believe in Jesus, I don't think you ought to be promoting same-sex marriage. I believe in marriage, marriage between a man and a woman. I believe in lower taxes. I believe we ought to have systems that make our community stronger and build up our character that we can build our own business and make our own money. I believe in programs and stuff that's going to make the economy stronger. And if he's saying yes to all this, 
I believe we should have a, a more, not so much, I don't believe in defunding the police, but I believe, you know, we should have some type of system that can characterize and make them stronger and, you know, get out the radicals and make the ones that stronger, stronger to protect our cities. I believe we need to be strong on crime. And if you something like that and you believe that, not so much in that order, you have a conservative belief. If that's the case, why did you push the Democratic lever then? If you have all these conservative beliefs, why are you voting Democrat? And a lot of blacks do that today. They're for a lot of these things. They're against a lot of those things I said from the Democrat liberal way, but they still vote Democrat because of one small thing they believe in, mostly what they're going to get or what they was told they was going to get, which is sad. That's why I say you didn't waste your vote. They stole your vote from you by telling you things that they're not going to do for you. So they stole your vote. And you've been voting that way ever since. But if you stand on those things they believe in, I can understand. Yeah, if you stand on all the stuff that they're doing, yeah, well, you this fair then. You voted the right way because you believe in what they're doing or you believe in some of the things that they're doing. But I believe like this, even if it's if I'm voting on a Republican side or independent, but it just say Republican side, that don't mean I believe everything that they believe in. But the majority of what I do, what I mean by that, when I go down a line and see the Republican side, majority of them, I believe on what they stand for. Now, the person might be different. A person might not stand up and follow their ways. They might could be a rhino or whatever like that, which means rhino means Republican in name only. They might have certain issues that they, they even break their own beliefs. But I'm talking about the policy I believe in. That's why it's important to believe in the policies. The policies and a lot of Republican conservatives are straightforward. It's very easy to know what they believe in because they usually always stand on the same thing. But a liberal policy is usually everywhere. They think they have the rights to change the law. Most liberals today, far left, do not stand on the Constitution. They don't have no need for the Constitution. They break the Constitution all the time. Why a conservative believe, you know, and the values of God, they believe you need to stand on the Constitution. But a lot of far-left liberals do not. Biden all of them could talk the Constitution, but they don't believe the Constitution. They don't believe a lot of the Constitution is fair. So they break it. They Okay, that's my point. I wanted to get that out there. Now, the midterms is very, a lot of people uh, from Republicans are somewhat upset, upset because they thought it was going to be some cut, somewhat of a red wave, which means they thought it was going to be overwhelmingly take a lot of seats and stuff like that. But it did not happen. But it wasn't nothing bad. They did not lose a lot. They didn't lose a lot, period. And they still have a chance to take the House and the Senate. They still have a chance. They're still counting. And that's why I'm so irritated about voting now because of the, the 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 dirtiness in the voting system, man. It shouldn't take this to account no votes, but that's how the system is. It's wicked. It's crooked. It's it's a wicked system. It's a wicked system. Okay. So that's why I say don't put your trust in man or no system. You will get disappointed. People are frickle. They change every day. I still believe today votes get stolen. Yes, they do. Votes get stolen. They don't only do that in other countries. They do more here in the United States, more than a lot of countries. Yes, they do. Votes get stolen. I'm not for mail-in voting. If I did vote, I'm not for mail mail my voting. I'd rather go in person and see who I voted for because they have known to change your vote to make a Republican and Democrat. They do that a lot. Yes, they do. That's, they just do that. You know, they just do that. It's, it's, politics is very wicked and evil. But there's still some fair people in there. So I give my kudos to the fair ones. Okay? To the fair ones. 
okay? So there's still some fair people out there that's really, I believe, that really wants to fight for their district, fight for their city or county or whatever, whether you're a senator, alderman, congressman, whatever. You know, you really want to stand up for that. But you know you walk in hot water. This politics is just like, it's just evil. A lot of it is evil, you know, and that's going to always be like that. But that's the lesson. The two evils you have to deal with. But just believe. You think your vote has been counted sincerely and fair? majority of the time it's not. They know the double votes. They know to push your name twice. They, dead people have been voting. Yep, dead people. They've been busted up. Dead people have been, people been dead for years. Votes have been counted. Old people, senior citizens that never vote, they still use their name and vote on that same ticket. Okay, and the Democratic, uh, the Democratic, now both parties, I believe, do it. But the majority of this wickedness that's going on, I'm just being honest with you, is the far left Democratic Party. They're known to destroy systems. They're known for doing certain things all the way back, oof, back when. It was always, they always had a certain wickedness in them. Their system, anyway. They know how to manipulate the black race. They know how to liberate the, manipulate the Latino race, you know, with the, 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 the give me's and we're going to do this for you. We're going to pander you or whatever like that. We're going to give you freebies. We're going to give you free housing. We're going to give you this. Now, they, they don't never tell you this stuff got to be paid for by the taxpayers. That's why they raise the taxes. The only way they can do this stuff is by raising you and my taxes. Yeah, yours too, you know. And a lot of people get to sell a lot of this free stuff because of our money that we work hard for. That's the key of keeping those votes of the minorities coming in for the Democratic Party. So they pimp the blacks and they pimp the Latinos and the poor whites. They pimp them into voting for them. They don't like giving up power. So they pimple with those type of programs, social programs. Some of them are pretty good, but the motive, you know, I'm a motive person. Why do they do it? Not the workers out there. I'm talking about the system. Why do they do it? Why do they pander to blacks so much? Huh? Why do they pander to Latinos so much? It's basically for your vote. That's hard to swallow, but it's for your vote, and it has been working since Lyndon Johnson passed that certain act in the 60s. They've been pandering your vote. That's why majority of the blacks changed from being a Republican, and they used to be believing a Republican and became Democrats because of the freebies and the gimmies and the promises and the bill that was passed by Lyndon Johnson. And when he looked that stuff up yourself, honestly, not on Google, they will lie, but other search engines and everything like that, you know, why so many Democrats vote, I miss why so many blacks vote Democrat, why so many uh, Latinos vote Democrat, but mainly I'm talking about, about black ethnic groups. Why? Okay, because what they told that they was going to do, you know, and a part of the policy Republicans and whatever like that, but they switched because I'm putting it very plainly is what they can do for you, what they're going to give us. And they've just seen like the Democrat Party was the ones that's going to help us more. So that belief has been going on over 60 or something years or even more why Democrat black people vote Democrat. And it's still today Lyndon Johnson knew that. He even made a speech about it, even mentioned the word niggas. Yes, he did. Look, old tape Lyndon Johnson said those niggas will be voting for us the rest of their lives. Something like that. He said those niggas, we got those niggas. Just something like that. I don't want to misquote them. But it had to do with those Negros. In other words, they knew once they passed that system, they had the black people or what they call niggers in their hand. They'd be voting Democratic ever since. And boom, it worked. Dem- blacks have been voting Democratic ever since because they felt they was going to be taken care of. Or they was promised this. And most blacks were sincerely thought that they were sincerely was going to do that. 
so it hangs on today. You know, that's a little bit of the history why blacks vote Democrat. You can look at more, but you're not going to, you know, you're going to hear people dis- dispute this or Google dispute it because they're all part of a system. So Google it, you're really going to be a waste of time. But if you go to Duck, Duck, Go, they're going to call it conspiracy theories and everything like that. But why? What made the change? Why blacks that used to vote Republican years ago all of a sudden jump on the bandwagon of Democrats? It's because of a certain bill that Lyndon Johnson passed, from what I heard. And blacks been voting Democrat ever since. So Democratic Party been pimping the blacks for a long time. But a lot of blacks are waking up now. They're more free thinkers now. Thank God they are more free thinkers. And they think for themselves. It's not drinking that Kool-Aid no more. They're waking up. Okay. So in other words, let me get off that. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say nothing, you know, that uh, I'm not trying to dissuade you, but I am trying to uh, give you an awareness. Do you know why you voted? Who you vote for? Do you know your own party you vote for? That's both parties. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday but here in illinois here in chicago i'm speaking on the chicagoans and i know a lot of blacks still today probably not as much i hope but a lot of blacks today still voted democrat just because they're democrats just because they believe democrats is for them and the republicans is white racist they still believe that today i hear a lot of talk on the bus so they still believe that now let me leave you with this And this is a hurtful but honest truth in general. A lot of Democrats uh, want some seats that's surprisingly, somewhat to be, but not shockingly. But, you know, some some commentators or some, uh, you know, journalists or newscasters act like they're surprised and shocked. But what I'm getting out of this, and I heard another uh, commentator say this, and I somewhat agree with him, you have different reasons why people still vote Democrat. Even with all this madness going on in the world, all this craziness, economy bad, you know, the high taxes, the high gas, the sexual immorality, the things being pushed in school, pushing, pushing mandates and vaccines that don't work and stuff like that, what have got you wearing a mask that don't work, that never did work. All this craziness going on and everything, man. I mean, people still vote Democrat. They either voted because of ignorance, they brainwash, or they vote for it because they believe in it. And I'm going to say it right there, man, you got people actually believing this stuff. You got people really believing this stuff. So America kind of split. I ain't going to say half and half because I don't know the numbers. God knows. I don't know the numbers. Man, I was make 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 up that type of numbers. I'm not a data person, but it's a split here in America. You got some people that brainwashed. You got some people they're just going to push a lever. Even one guy said you can you can vote on orange juice. If the orange juice is Democrat, uh, most liberals will vote Democrat just because the orange juice, one orange juice is orange than another one. <laughs> it was not orange enough. In other words, that's what that's what's going on in America now. And you got other countries laughing on America. That's a shame when I get a lot of my information from Australia or Great Britain about my own country because of the suppression of my own country's news. Suppress the truth. A lot of you don't know the stuff I'm talking about because of the, uh, you watch the mainstream media and the mainstream media suppress the truth. So you're not going to get the majority of the truth out of the mainstream media. So you don't know a lot of the things that I know that I talk about. And I'm not saying it's bodaciously or bragging, but that's just the real deal. It's just the truth. You know? And I always say I don't look at mainstream media. But I can't I can't stomach it. It's all acting. It's all lying. They all sold out. They bought. Even part of Fox News. 
but they're more, I, I look at articles on Fox News and any other outlet on cable TV. TV, when it comes to cable news, I will go with Fox, but I don't watch Fox every day. I don't watch none of it every day. I just look at alternative stuff, news or whatever like that, okay? But my point is, you got people that believe in this craziness. You got people that's really reprobate. Like the Bible talks about reprobate, left to themselves. They believe in some of these sick laws that's being passed. Babies, kids having sex with men and women with women, men with men, and, you know. <clears throat> and uh, now, when I say this, I'm not knocking the homosexuality, the homosexual community, whatever like that. You have to deal with that with God, because if God is against it, I'm against it. But I don't say it dogmatically and to put you down. I'm not doing that. I'm talking about the act and the morals when it comes to God against it. Then I have to be against it. That's just point blank. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not saying I'm right at everything. Even some of the stuff that I do, God is against, you know. And moral is immoral in the eyes of God. Brothers, homosexuality, brothers having sex outside of marriage, any type of perverted marriage, watching pornography is all. God is against all that. It's immoral when you're living and practicing and it's comfortable with it. So I don't want I don't want the homosexuals to think I'm beating up on them because no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I'm just saying, these are the things being passed. They're not passing laws about fornication. They're not passing laws about outside marriage. They're passing laws about same sex. It's I have an issue where you try to pass laws and make it illegal. That's my problem right there. You can do what you want to do with your lifestyle. You have to deal with God with that. But I'm saying when they try to make it legal and they try to make it normal and they try to tell the kids that it's normal. And if you tell the kids that was normal, that's what I hate. If I'm having an issue with any type of struggle with sex, I'm responsible for telling the child and I'm going out there advocating that lifestyle, then I got to deal with God. I'm wrong. I can't even say I'm saved if I'm pushing that lifestyle. Whether it's homosexuality, sex outside of marriage, I'm saying it's okay. Adultery, I'm saying it's okay. Or watching pornography, I'm saying it's okay. It's all wrong. It's all immoral in the eyes of God, all of it. So I don't want want you to think that I'm just pushing this homosexuality. But they're not making laws about that. They're pushing laws about it's okay and it's normal. That's the issue that I have because it's not normal. It's immoral. Okay, agree with me or not, it's immoral. I'm talking about in a Christian perspective because we all somewhat struggle with some type of lust act or perversion, whatever. It ain't got to be homosexuality, but it's still not pleasing in God's eyes. Sin is sin, but at the same time, some sin is worse than others. But I'm just saying sin is sin. Okay, so my point is Joe, you have a long point, man. <laughs> My point is that's a lot of craziness and a lot of things that certain people really believe in. They really stand on. And that's what you call reprobate mind. People will vote and believe and stand on just about anything today. They would just push that level and 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 vote on things because yes, yes, that's right, that's right. We should have our freedom. We have blah, 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 rights and everything like that. Blah 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 blah. You should have this. You should have that. You know. Blah blah blah. And then you got the ones that's pushing level. Have no idea. They just believe in the party. And don't know nothing about the policies. They just voting for a person because they grew up in school with them. <laughs> Or because they're black. Or because they're lily white. Or because they're Latino. Which you just wasted your vote because you just voted on a person because of their color or their ethnicity. You're part of the other mess they believe in. I don't care what color they are. So the midterms was kind of 
kind of strange for a lot of people. And it's still going on. They have a lot of counts going on, whatever city or state you are in. So this is my report. This is what I feel about that. Trust God. Have faith in God. Not in your politics. Now, I keep up on what's going on on the city and states because I'm more political uh, involved when it comes to what's going on in the states and the cities and stuff like that. Because I really want to see some change in different states. I didn't see much hope in Illinois and Chicago. So that race is not surprising when Prisca won and a lot of other people I believe that won. That's just not surprising, you know, because this is a liberal state. It's a few surprises in New York, hmm, from what I heard. California does not surprise me. Governor Newsom, that tyrant, the anti-God, you know, uh, communist there in California, you won governor with a landslide. I'm not surprised because California is liberal. And then you got to look at the some of the stuff some of the votes are just stolen. Some of the seats just has been stolen. That's just the way it goes. In politics, especially on liberal politics, okay? That's the way it goes. So that's why I said don't put your trust in man. Your vote mean a lot. But at the same time, it don't mean nothing when it comes to a dirty, crooked system. So voters, don't knock the non-voters. Non-voters, don't knock the voters. But questioning, I question the voters. Do you know why you vote, who you vote for, why you vote, what you believe in? It's the majority of stuff that your party is doing that you don't believe in. Why you keep voting for them? And you are part of the complainer, too, even though you voted. So, like, it ain't nobody gave you a trophy or a key because you voted. You're the only one to complain. No. A person that don't vote could still complain. That's the freedom of speech. And you go, you can't stop it. Because <laughs> some of them, they, they, they bite. It's true. So both of you are guys are true. So for the voters, yeah, it's good to vote. It's good to vote. I lay more toes voting than not voting, but I got respect and I respect a person that don't vote for one reason or another. You know, <clears throat> you got to believe in something. So I believe voting is important, but don't just don't just think because you voted, you are the more righteous or you care more. No, that don't mean that. Oh, you more, you more into what's really going on because you voted. Those no voters. That's just like calling an anti-vaxxer a bad person. A person that didn't get vaxxed is bad because they're, they're the one, they're messing up the system because they're going to get a lot of people sick because they get vaxxed. I'm the main one. And the vaxxers are the main one making people sick. The vaxxers are the main one that's getting sick. You you get my point. I know this going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Get off there because you voted. It's the same. <clears throat> you chose to get vaccinated. Don't knock the ones that didn't get vaccinated. Because a lot of times you got sick. You feel sick. And you know some people that probably died. And they made a choice not to do it. That's their choice. If they didn't vote, vote that's their choice. Don't knock them and say, this person didn't get a seat because you didn't vote. And the reason I voted, you know, that person wouldn't have gotten a seat anyway. But my point is, I'm not against voting. I'm not against you taking a vaccine. All I've just said is you educate yourself and know what you're talking about. Uh, what's that old song, sweeping high your old back door before you come swoop around mine? <laughs> That's why some voters are like that. And then the ones that don't vote, don't knock the ones that vote. Don't knock them. That's your choice. So that's what you chose to do. But you can't shut them up and they can't shut you up. Ain't nobody finna shut me up because I didn't vote. I'm still gonna speak up. I don't care what you believe. Your wise enough. They just they, you just throw it out there. I throw it out there, you know. I'm still gonna speak up. Whether I voted or not voted, I'm gonna still speak up. You can't stop nobody complaining. They go complain. Voters and not voters. And some of them are correct. Both. Okay? This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. All right? God bless you all. I hope you got something out of this. You don't have to agree. It's okay. This is what I, I, I believe in, and this is what I talk about. I try to, everything, a lot of things I try to talk about, this is what I believe in. And I try to look at it in a common, self, common sense, real talk way. You can agree or you can disagree. This is not a show for you to agree on everything I say. I try to keep it in the Bible in a biblical perspective of looking at things. Well, when it comes to godly ways, 
There's no in-between. I'm going to leave you with that. There's no, I want to vote this way and I don't want to vote. You either with God or you're not. But you still have a choice. God gives you that freedom. But when it comes to salvation, when it comes to redemption, not forgiveness, because he already forgiven, forgiven us for our sins. But when it comes to salvation, when it comes to redemption, when it comes to going to heaven, there's only one way. There's no my way or sideways. There's only one way. And that's through his son of what his son done on the cross for you and I. His death, burial, and resurrection according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. It's the only way to be saved of, by believing what Jesus done for us on the cross. If you believe that, or if you don't believe that, you go on one way or the other, hell or heaven. And hell is just a holding place. You're going to be in torment there until the great white throne judgment. So it doesn't end in hell. You still have a great white throne judge. You still have to face the judge, which is the same one you didn't believe in, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. So it's only one way to get to Christ. There's only one way to be saved. Contrary to what many people believe or many churches might teach, there's only one way to be saved. That's believing, not works, not what you do. It's by believing what Jesus Christ done for you and I on the cross over 2,000 years ago. And you will be saved when you sincerely receive what he have done. Receive that. You have to receive it. And receive it and believe it, like I always say, go together. You just can't say, okay, I, I believe that's true. No, you got to really believe it and receive it with a change of heart. It's all about the heart, and God knows your heart. I don't know your heart, but God knows your heart if you're sincere or not. So you can't fool him by just saying it in words. You have to believe it and receive it. God bless you all. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. There's joy in the future, just joy in the morning. Put forward trust in Jesus Christ, not on politicians. Okay? God bless you all. All right? Peace out. Love you all. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something out of it. Leave a comment. It doesn't matter. Leave a comment. Keep it clean. No cussing or nothing like that. Leave a comment. Whether you agree or you disagree, and tell me and let me know why. I'm, I'm open to that. It's okay. Love you all. Peace out. Body of Christ Real Talk, Joseph Brownlee. Bye-bye. Peace out. Left out, baby. Pee-wee. <laughs>know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.